his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, St. Louis, or wherever you're listening. If you're on the Odyssey app, you're, you're, hell, you could be in Montana right now. Wow. If they have Wi-Fi. Uh, listening to the Odyssey app, and it's uh, good to have you with us. Amy Marks, Kors, Chris Ranji. The phone number is 314-436-7900. Call it, text it. We are. Uh, we got voicemails, too. 314-944-1120. If you just want to drop us a quick 20, 30-second voicemail, give us your thoughts, you can do that. 314-944-1120. And we're on social media at Chris Amy KMOX. Time now for the top of the order. The top three stories everybody will be talking about. A decision by the Francis Howell School Board yesterday removing some black history classes. The ramifications of that we will discuss today. And the Detroit News obtained a recording of a call from former President Donald Trump. He made the call to do Mich- to two Michigan County officials in 2020, urging them not to certify the election results. And oh my lord, it is Christmas time. Hey! It is Christmas weekend. We are here. We will we will it's talk the about most it. Wonderful time of the year. I know Boy, you've been sure dying is. to. You've been dying sure to. Is. Hancock and Kelly with us because it's Friday. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Everything good? All is well. All uh, is I, bright. I haven't seen you since you were honored as like the happiest, oh most cheerful person at KMOX. I believe it was positivity. I believe yeah, it was a positivity. He, he yeah. leads with, quote, courageous brightness. That's true. Con- congratulations. That no, true. don't congratulate there, thank him. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it's impressive. He's like um, the new lights on the Gateway what, Arts. They're brighter what, than ever. That's right. Thank yeah. you. I, and then this is from the whole compliment of your existence here at KMOX. That's right. Because I, I, well, to no, be no, honest no. with you, have seen you be chipper, but no, no, not no, necessarily Michael. the brightest of lights. Michael, Michael. And now you're nominated. It's not just KMOX. It's all of Odyssey St. Louis. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. They're putting him up against Julie Tristan. Who's, She's pretty chipper. Who's never frowned yeah, in her life. Tough yeah. competition. Like, well, you got to worry about people like. Do that. we get to vote on this? You know I hope this so. Is, this is like how George Santos built his campaign on lies. Somehow, <laughs> you're the George Santos of the positivity finalists. Well, I didn't nominate myself, Amy. Well, no, but he didn't elect himself. He was elected by the people because they were misled. Uh huh. Just like the voters here were misled mm. by a fraud. 
Well, I think it's a nice thing for me. Well, clearly it's a sensitive topic with Amy. <laughs> yeah, because it's upsetting. It's so <laughs> well, such it's an a, injustice. You know, and I think I speak so for all odd. of us when I say it's just an honor to be nominated. Isn't uh, it? Amy, Were you nominated too? No, I was nominated oh. for nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah we don't exist on. around. We're like, uh, you remember the Gilligan's Island theme song the first yeah. year? You know, the Gilligan, the skipper to the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, and the rest. That's just me and Michael. <laughs> so we played that. We didn't realize that, but the second season they came out with The Professor and Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning. Still hasn't happened here, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> And the rest, that's that's us. We I call remember. We call Christmas the Hancock and Kelly takeover of Game Oh, it's great. I don't you guys are like um you're so valuable to this place. Oh clearly. It's, no, 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 really you See are. See the way they remunerate us. Mm. Yeah, well that's what I mean. I would say well, it, per it's, pound, you are by far the best value. Well, it's per a pound, kind of there's no question about that. <laughs> Honestly, it's the kind of thing where if you both just picked up and said, you know what, we're out. We're out. I think the the higher ups would say, "Oh my God, we what, are we gonna no, what are we going to do? Play best of gloves? It'd be, it'd be like the tree that falls in the forest." I disagree. Uh, no, if you I guys disagree. no, they would be in such a bad spot. They would never be able to get somebody to do what you guys do for the, for the value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't put that part in there. You know what? We need to be in the union. And we are the union. always oh. complaining about the value. Their value is. Through the roof. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Secretly, I think, like, low-key, they probably have more leverage than anyone else at this station. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah you should see us when we go and uh, talk to them about stuff. <laughs> they, they hop right on it. I'm bald because my head keeps getting petted. <laughs> uh, hey, I love your hat. Is that from the uh, toy store or what yes. is it called? The Christmas, Christmas story? story? Yeah. yeah it's the bunny. Thing. Oh, it's the bunny. It's yeah. the kid in his bunny suit. Yeah. It's cute. My granddaughter loves bunny. Bunny? She loves bunnies. Yeah. 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 Bunnies are great. Yeah. PJ Funny Bunny is the, one of the big reads at our house. <laughs> What is that? Oh, it's a great series of books, PJ Funny Bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, remember when we used to have Dick and Jane? Now we have PJ Funny Bunny. Yeah. See I Dick don't know Ron? what that is. He gets in I, any manner of mischief. It's, uh, it's great. Oh, oh. Dick and Jane was like a, the teaching kids lessons. That taught us how to read. Didn't you guys I, remember? See Dick. Yeah. See Dick run. Run, Dick. I, run. Listen, I know what it is. I've never actually read it or I seen did. it. The yeah. Dick and Jane stuff. You they were little no. yellow, like almost like pamphlet books. Yeah. But I feel like they were before my time because they, they looked were like the 50s. Well, yeah. They uh, were the 50s. But well, I understand, but well, I'm, I'm one of there. six kids. It was they a hand-me-down. Did. By the time I got yeah. there, you know, some of Jane's pages were missing. Yeah, right. Text <laughs> message uh, to the station, 314-436-7900, says election fraud continues. It does. That's just not very nice. Yeah, well, it does continue. Well, I haven't won. Hmm. I'm just on the ballot. on the ballot. We need well, to get the Colorado, Colorado Supreme, Supreme Court, Court to step in. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take me off that ballot right quick. <laughs> They'll give Becky a call and say, nope. <laughs> I will get the U.S. Supreme Court to rule, though. Uh, let's go to Colorado first. I love going there. I'll bring it. I'll be the plaintiff. I definitely have standing. Hey, uh, speaking of standing, yeah. Tom in Glen Carbon is standing by, and oh. he has a comment for us. Hello, Tom. i got to put my... Good morning. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of them. Same to you. Um, 
Yeah, Hancock and Kelly, man. They, they are Cam Wex's Swiss Army knife. Hey, now. See, that's it. See? That's brilliant, They Tom. said we were the Swiss about. Army knife of Cam Wex. Tom, one of the finest listeners. He is. Well, if you're if you're part of the Swiss Army knife, you're definitely the corkscrew. <laughs> Who uh, me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the tweezers? Thank you, Tom. <laughs> because you get the bottles open. No, John's the annoying one that you can't get out. You know, oh, you got to get yeah, your fingernail you in here. See, did you hear that? That was that was unsolicited. That was very nice. That was lovely. It was unsolicited. It was also clever. They are the Swiss Army knife mm. of Camelot. Do men still carry? Do people still carry pocket knives? We just, sure. We just had this conversation on the Glover Show. Really? Uh, last week. Uh, yeah, I think it was last week, wasn't I don't, it? All the about, conversations run together. Yeah, about like I I've always wanted to be a carry around a knife guy. Right. You know. I, had those, I just want to be handy enough to have a pocket Do you knife. remember the dad who always had, like, the leather holster oh, on absolutely. the side that, that he would have a packet, pocket I knife in? I know people in, like that now. He'd always whip it out and do something and say, that's why I always carry this. And yeah. I've never carried a knife and never needed the it for a thing. person who carries a pocket knife also probably has a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah. well, if, At you all got, times. if you've got the right uh, pocket knife, that's It has right. both. Yeah, and uh, that, you know, when I was getting the... <clears throat> Uh, wilderness survival <laughs> merit badge. Uh, had Is to this carry. one where you roasted peppers? Yes. Yes, uh, yes on the open fire there. Yes. Uh, peppers roasting on that open fire with my pocket knife <laughs> jangling in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should take a break. Yeah, I, uh, there's too many jokes here. It's Christmas. Um, it's but, like, and it's Christmas time. But, but when you do hear these stories about John Hancock and Boy Scouts, whether it be the orienteering merit patch. Yeah. Or the, the what? Orienteering, that would be like directions. He has no the guy sense who, of directions. Yeah, the guy who walked into a pole <laughs> out, out here. It's not a pole, it's a In column. the office. Um, the survival merit badge. Wilderness you, survival. Yeah. You, the, you know what's wilderness for Hancock? A holiday inn. It's yeah. not a tent. I so can promise you that. Tough out there. What Michael's referring to is there is a column that is probably four feet wide in the newsroom. One would say, <laughs> it's as like soon a, as you walk out the yeah. studio, it's like the first it's thing you run into. It's holding up the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is holding up it's the building. It's a structurally important yes. wall. And it's four feet wide. And, and John, KMOX has been in this building for years. Years. Ben? Years. And John Hancock ran into that column and said, <laughs> When did they put this here? Somebody put a chair out. <laughs> They put a chair out in the pathway that I always walk when I traverse in and out of the studio here, and I couldn't go that way, and boom, there was that pole. <laughs> and so, yeah. I it's mean, not I, even a pole. It's almost a see, full wall. Exactly. I know exactly. You, I know you why would get, you put a chair? Exactly. Uh-huh. I know you got to get the break, but what is the, if you do win the most positive blah, 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 uh, do they do they put something on the wall like all this other stuff I they have around town, or you I get sure an extra couple so. bucks, here's or what, what do you get? Here's what I think he gets if he wins. He gets to go to another work event. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I love it. <laughs> Hancock and Kelly with Chris and Amy on KMOX. In tropical sea is a tropic port. Vacation fun is the favorite sport. This is the place where the tourists flock, renting the boats at the busy dock. Two secretaries from USA sail on a mino this lovely day. A high school teacher is next aboard, all taking trips that they cannot afford. The next two people are me. This is the teacher all take a trip they cannot afford? It's the, it's the, uh, we're told, the pilot episode uh, theme song for Gilligan's Island. So Uh, the very first episode. Only ran once, apparently. I I guess so. (laughs) 
I'm pretty sure that one's kind Thurston of good. Thurston Howell III was able to afford that cruise. It, yeah, and his wife Lovey. So many questions. Lovey, about that baby. Cruise. <laughs> 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 Lovey. You know what? I think I think one of the most <laughs> terrific achievements in television history is yes. how they had guest stars well, on an island on which they the were. The Harlem stranded. Globetrotters got there, right? <laughs> yeah, I and think they did. Everyone else yeah. got off the island. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate for them. Um, <laughs> well, they kept getting renewed. But it was only three years that they were there. Right? I think that show was only on for three seasons. Is that right? I think no. that's right. I think that's right. I could be wrong. I was wrong. Wasn't William Shatner Once. on it? No. no. I mean, maybe as a guest. Well, I think he was a guest, yeah. I think they, they had a lot of guests. They, they did. did. Yeah. The Monkees? I liked that show. You did? Yeah, I, well, I was, you know, grade school, and it was right. on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. So my mom and dad Nick would make night. me watch it. In yeah. the morning, too, uh, I Dream of Jeannie. I loved that show. So uh, do you guys remember Channel 11 when they used to run, like, um, uh, the uh, Hi-Ho Silver, what's that called? Uh, oh, the Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger. The Lone Ranger, <laughs> and... And they would run in the mornings before I went to school, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched some of that. I watched a lot of Three Stooges because of my grandpa and my uncle. And my dad liked liked it, too. Did you ever see the the Three Three Stooges in 3D at the theater? No. Oh. That sounds unnerving. Oh. Was it them? Yes, it was one of the great cinematic, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) ever made. Really? Cinemagraphic. Yeah, yeah, because you know when 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 Moe's coming at you with the eyeball thing, I mean he's coming at oh, you with the eyeball thing. I know what you're talking. The three D, yeah, the three yeah, yeah, D yeah, stooges. You put the glasses on. We used to For... do that. We used to do that in high school. That was a good Friday night activity uh, back at uh, to go back see the, the three stooges in three D, buddy. Boy, wow. I bet you were just a ladies' man. Hey, babe, want to go see the three stooges in three D? I have seen that. Yeah, I have now that you talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, the little little swords coming at you. Because I, I remember the, I remember vividly Mo doing the the, the eyeball the, pose. Yes, the eyeball. Pose. Yes. Oh my gosh. Boink. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that just wouldn't that have made you melt uh, as a high school girl? <laughs> hey, they want to go to the Three Stooges <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah. I. Oof. You obviously weren't part part of the cool kids uh, in school. I wasn't. Yeah. No, we no. were going to uh, what was the one at nighttime? They act out and they dress up. Um, Rocky. What? Rocky Horror. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I did that one. I yeah. went to that movie. Before. The picture show. Yeah. Never saw that one. You've never been to a Rocky Horror picture nope. show. No. Nor have I. And I haven't seen the movie either. Holy cow, you guys. You've yeah, been missing guy, out on like, it's like a whole event oh, going yeah. to the theater. You've been, right? That guy, Meatball. Oh, yeah, was, I've been uh, there. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Meatball? They, they yeah, throw the water. They throw... <laughs> oh, Meatloaf. Yeah, well, oh, you got to be a Meatball, meatball. before you're low. That's I the mean. governor of Florida. Is it Rick Moranis in that? Oh, <laughs> uh, Rick Moranis is in the movie. Is in the movie. Really? I'm Tim Curry sure, is yeah. in it. Oh. Yes. Yeah, he's he's the... He, yes, I do know that. I've never seen it, but oh. I, I do know that part. Uh, 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 Susan Sarandon? I don't know. Isn't she the gal in it? Yeah, yeah she plays the uh, main lead. And, yeah. and who is the guy? Uh, Tim Curry, right? No, no, the guy that plays Sarandon's know. boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Mr. Mom yeah. and all that other stuff. Yeah, I can't so think anyway, of what he was. Michael Keaton. Get? Michael Keaton? No, no, it was the husband or the, the guy that she worked with. This is some good radio <laughs> here, folks. But, but you're missing out. I, I didn't you even know you if they... You don't get this when, when it's not Christmas. Yeah. Well, maybe we could hear more about your merit badges. Well... <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I'll tell you about the time I cooked some peppers. 
<laughs> I have not. From John, tell us, please. Well, you got Barry to put Bostwick the is, the, is the guy. Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. I wonder okay. if there's a place in town that still is doing it. I know the Tivoli used yeah, the to Tivoli, have it Tivoli back in the used day. To do it in the old Varsity Theater, yeah. he did it way back in the day too. That'd be fun to bring back. I'd take you all there. Aww. I'd love to go. Can't wait. That may get me a nomination for positive uh, blah blah blah. No, I'm right, sorry, right, pal. Right. You, you just don't have the you don't have the chops. <laughs> Have any of you guys camped in a tent overnight? Yes. I hated every second of it. Really? I hate camping. When did you do that? When I was a Boy Scout. So I'm one of only six kids. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the only boy. Yeah. And so my mom, for, I think, cultural reasons, wanted me to kind of get out there and rub elbows with the boys. So I was in the Boy Scouts. I hated every second of it. I wouldn't go to the bathroom the entire time I was out there. Oh, my. Um, it was hot. It was stinky. It was sweaty. It was, there's animals everywhere. Animals, and then they bears. tell you those stupid stories about, well, you know, at the jail, one county over, some guys escaped last night. So, you know, and I was a terrorizer. My dad hated it, too. He came down halfway through Boy Scout camp. And I said, Dad, please take me home. And he was just like, your mother will kill me, but I'll take you out to McDonald's. Come on. So I went to McDonald's, oh. used the bathroom, and came back, and oh man, I hated every second of camping. I'm sorry, I commandeered that. Did no, you camp that's, that's out what overnight? I was no, that's the thing. As much as I hike and love the mountains and all of that, I've never camped overnight. Oh, there's you. nothing like it. Because no one stars. I like going back to a hotel. We hike no. all day. Yes. You're dirty. It, it's yes. awesome. You're in nature, but then you come back to yeah, your Amy. hotel and you take a shower yes. and you have clean sheets. You we, haven't really camped <laughs> until you've built a lean-to. Oh man! That's what I, that's what you have to do, Arage, for the Wilderness Survival Merit Badge. You, you gotta, have to build a lean-to. A lean-to. Logs? Uh, well, you use sticks and leaves and a uh, little mud in there, and you build a, a little, uh, you know, shelter over your head. Did you learn this? You learned this in Boy Scouts in the Wilderness Survival Merit after Badge the peppers? preparation. This was all part of the peppers. The peppers I, were part of the lean-to. But you I slept in it. I slept in the lean-to. I did not that get past horrible. the Cub Scouts. Yeah, no. good for you. And I, you I, well, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I was traumatized in the Pinewood Derby. Yeah. Oh, don't so get me started. Here, <clears throat> here's what happened yeah. in the Pinewood Derby. Yeah. So my car, yeah. you know, we're building the car, and yes. there was an accident in building it. Yeah, right. Uh, the wheel was a little loose. Oh. So it was my turn to race. Yes. And I absolutely beat the car next to oh. me. Oh. Absolutely won. Right. But the judges said it was too close to call. We had to do it again. So we do it again, and the wheel falls off. And then I was out. And I thought, you know what? Screw this stuff. I don't yeah. need to learn how to build a fire. Right. And, you know, you probably were doing it the right way, like building right your car. Way. And then meanwhile, these other dads are out meanwhile, at McDonald Douglas. Let me tell you about the, the other wind dads. Tunnel. I'll not name names, but uh, one of the kids that was in my class, he lost the derby on a particular race, and his dad objected and stomped all over the track. Whoa. Hey. Stomped all over uh, the track. That's my kind of guy. That'll end the, that'll so end the Pinewood Derby. John has evening. the best Pinewood Derby story of everybody. Yeah, I don't have time for it. But yeah, I you do. do. I do oh, have. Tell it. Tell it. Tell huh? it. Tell it. Well, so you know, Junior was in the Cub Scouts, and and uh, <laughs> Georgian and I had a romantic trip planned, and uh, so we put my father-in-law in charge, and so we built a car. I mean, you put the wheels on; it's a block of wood, and you figure, you know, whatever. So the night of the Pinewood Derby was our first night at the at the hotel. Went out to dinner. It was lovely. And uh, we get back to the room, and Georgian says, 
I wonder how the Pinewood Derby went. I said, <laughs> I said, let's not worry about that. <laughs> and uh, she said, let me just check in with my dad real quick. And, you know, I'm getting ready for bed. <clears throat> she calls her father. She said, how'd it go? And he says, oh, honey. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> His car. Three times in a row, didn't make it to the end of the track. <laughs> He's devastated. Oh no, that was the end of my romantic evening. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the end but the end of the Cub Scouts uh, for us was was the one meeting where I put on my old Boy Scout uniform and showed up with Junior at the Cub Scout meeting and. A lady came up and she said, your grandson is so adorable. Oh. <laughs> that was it. We were out. Cub Scouts were over. <laughs> <laughs> that story is almost as good as the time that uh, on your wedding night, the sexy time turned into pukey time. I've had a lot of those. That's a good here. one. Hancock and Kelly with us on a Hancock and Kelly Friday with Chris and Amy on KMOX. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Um. Just a quick comment. Maybe the nomination was sarcasm. My dad at the nursing home he was at was a real curmudgeon, and him and the crabbiest lady there got nominated as king and queen of Valentine's Day, and it wasn't because they were the nicest there. Thank you. You know Dasher and Dasher It's excellent. It's an excellent thought. So I'm be- you, you think by my Positivity Award nomination that I am being mocked? Yes. Okay. I don't. I do. Thank you, John. I don't. No. I mean, the guy's, you Thank know, you. he has his moments, but, I mean, generally, he's very positive. But we now, have a very small sample size of time with Chris. One day a week. Yeah. Well, I said, well, we've done lots of shows together. Chris and I go way back. Yeah. yeah. Hancock and I are always doing shows. Listen. I when think, Amy takes one of her 500 I think, vacation days. I think the voters don't, they, they had trouble distinguishing between positivity and a deep, profound need for attention. And so they think he's being positive, but really he's just going around saying hi to everyone because who, he wants... Who are the voters? Are, are we not the voters? I mean... I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 well, I mean, we should be the... Nobody's Amy, asked for my opinion on any of this stuff. Amy I, honestly, says, I think some dead employees voted. Hmm. Amy says that I need approval because she can't fathom actually wanting to talk to coworkers. No, you... You don't like talking to anybody. Andrew printed out a graphic explaining the difference between good attention and bad attention and hung it up over your desk. I I don't need attention. I just like to talk to people. No, you need attention. I like to talk to people and I like to know them. You've chosen the right industry. That's right. I sat in last week when you were out. full of it. By the way, you can send us a voicemail anytime at 314-944-1120. It's amazing that you keep a positive attitude. I, I came in with Amy last week and she was bundled up like Fiebel. Uh, she had on a, a trench coat and in like a, a sweater around her uh, neck. She she bundles up in that office, and um, well, she weighs eighty pounds. Yeah, she's got she's got nothing to keep her warm. Wait, have you ever gone running with her? No. No. Come on, bro. <laughs> How great would that be? That would be awful. Well, you could first ju- of all, could you do a mile? I could do a mile, but I'm not going to do. F- 30 with, with yeah. doofus over there. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's Because she'll want to talk the whole time. Yeah. I don't like to talk when I run. Do you but, talk when you run? Yeah, otherwise it's boring. Yeah, we, we talk. You run with friends. But don't you, talk. like, get out of breath at some point? Not or, if yeah. you're just talk. running if a it was me, pace. If it was me, we'd be saying, have you seen the latest news about <laughs> Trump? No, like, you should. Oh, you do that on the way to walking into that <laughs> pole. 
Uh, Ronge is fine. I just well, thanks. I just don't think he's worthy of being a finalist. And oh, I well. do love fabric, Michael. I have people comment a lot on I love layers and layers of fabric. Yeah, but you're so tiny, petite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the proper would not get me in sure. trouble. But the other day, you looked like you were a linebacker. You had so much clothes on. Well, I, I was think, like, what, what's she, going on? She does it because she's so small uh-huh. that she wants people to know, hey, I'm here. <laughs> right. Don't run into me. Uh, That's what I no. think it is. That's a good way of Which I think it. you should just wear safety orange. That's what yeah. you should do. Oh, my gosh. Well, come if you don't want little... me running into you, don't dress up like a pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You, so, it could be the biggest pole and you'd still run into you. Yeah, it was the biggest pole. It's a column. It's not even. It really is. It's a, a support pole. beam. Yeah, it's closer it's, to a wall. It's right, fine. It's a uh, do you guys have beam. any Christmas plans? Big. Yeah? The annual Hancock family tradition on uh, Sunday evening will be a viewing of Jingle all the way. Oh my god! Starring, it's a good uh, one. It's a it's Sinbad. It's, yes, <laughs> in what may be his pinnacle role in the motion picture. I mean, he is he is so good in this movie. Uh, it, it's hard to overstate how good, how comedic you ever, he really was uh, in back in the in the nineties when that. I actually out. love Sinbad. I love House Guest. I think it's great. House Did you ever see the um, or hear the the Norm Macdonald show when he had that his podcast? Um, the joke about Sinbad no. was was about him. I think he was going through bankruptcy or or something. Okay, and the fine. joke was Sinbad uh, is going through bankruptcy or whatever. Uh, so you could say things have gone from Sinbad to Sin worse. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I think it's really funny. He performed at Lindenwood a few years ago. He did. Did you he go? Was, yes. yes. So thought about it when I was at the other station. Yeah, we were broadcasting from. Uh, some place on on Hanley, uh, yeah, on Hanley. Okay. It's a restaurant, and we had him scheduled as a guest. Sinbad, he, yeah, he was in town. Wow. Was it Buffalo Wild Wings? It might have been. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, it might have been. And so we're there. No, it was Twin Peaks. That's what it was. <laughs> so we're there, and uh, we used to do shows there all the time. Hey, sports crowd, you know, yeah. uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, I think the waitress likes me. So she doesn't. She's getting tips. So uh, he insists on coming in. Sinbad. Yeah, we're like, we'll do it on the phone. He's like, no, I'll come down. I got nothing to do. So it was, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He came down. He sat with us for like an hour. That was great. Can any of you remember the show that he used to be the anchor of that came on right after the Cosby show? Um, No. Lisa Bonet was on the show. Sinbad uh, was the star. A different the, world. A different world. Yes. Well done, yeah, yeah, Cliff. Yeah. Well I don't done. remember him being in it. Oh, yeah. He was like the RA or one of the, the head guys. Oh, yeah. You're right. When they go to like the, the okay. quad or the place they all hung out at. Yeah. yeah. I liked a different world, man. I did, go too. Straight from, oh, that was a great hour of TV. Well, the Cosby show was the best. Oh, I loved it so much. Yeah. And then it turns out, not a good guy. Not a good guy. Did you see the Cosby show when he had uh, Stevie Wonder on? I, I loved that my one. My favorite Cosby show. Of, no, when Theo has to buy back his stuff from his parents because they're like, we here at Furniture City accept all major. Because he's like, ah, you guys are mean to me. I don't need stuff. And he has to, he, they go into the house and they turn all of his stuff into, you can buy this, you can buy that. 
I don't remember any of that oh one. My but gosh. the Stevie Wonder episode is fantastic. See, the Cosby so Show good. is going to be lost because he was such a dirtball. That's what sucks about it. Yeah. Well, I don't it's think that's very... what sucks about it. Well, I mean, for the <laughs> for the rest of us, for the general public, right, it does right. because when you it for me, it's like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because I grew up loving Michael, like it was yeah. my first favorite thing. That oh. And now every time I hear a song, I go, "This song's really good," but also in the back of my mind, I'm like, Ugh, "So come here's on, the man. thing, though. I feel like people it have, ruins it. People have less trouble now listening to Michael Jackson than they do saying, "Oh yeah, I you know loved the Cosby Show. I would watch it." I feel like the Cosby Show is still very no. well. First of all, I would have it. more trouble with the Cosby Show or you know something like that where than than Michael Jackson. Because I'm well, having insane. to look at... Yeah, at, that's at, what at I said. Like, yeah. I think most people have they have less trouble with Michael Jackson as yeah. far as listening to his music. People don't necessarily feel guilty when a Michael Jackson song comes on. They'll sing along and they're fine. Well, first, th- but mentioning that they liked the Cosby show, everyone has to use the caveat like, oh. But nobody knew at the time. Right. Well, yeah, you didn't know at the time. You didn't know about Michael at the time. But some of those stories about Michael, uh, uh. like from the people he, you know, yeah. molested, allegedly... Just awful, really right. awful stuff. And it and if you think that uh, cancel culture is a real thing, no, because Michael's songs are out there all the time still. All yeah. the time still. He did one of the worst things you could possibly do to another person, allegedly, and his music is everywhere. So well, I, yeah, I think cancel culture. I hate using that phrase. No, no, I think it's real. I think I think it's it's, it's selective. Over, it's overblown. Mm. Could could Donald Trump that. do anything? That could get him canceled. No, he already said that. He said it before the 2016 election, and he was right. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of believe that he really could almost say anything. Well, like, he could use an inappropriate word. He could be uh, use a slur against his Christian supporters. He could. I just think that the guy, there's something weird. He could go do anything and get away with it. Well, Shoot I him. mean, he, I think he, he has. I mean, he's quoted, at, at least tangentially, like Nazi literature— uh, the storming the Capitol on January 6th, racist comments, praising Xi Jinping. What else, what has he not said yeah. that he could say that would go, well, but that would be crossing a line. He's lived well, over um, the line. His entire I'm going to suspend is, the Constitution. That well, would probably be hard with Republicans. Mike Pence, all of those things <laughs> that were encouraged by his words in real time. 35% of people, and that is the number, mm-hmm. recently have said that it doesn't matter what he does or what they find out about him or what's revealed, they are still going to support him. What's that all about? And I think that's, I don't know what that is, because they have identified themselves as, he is them to a lot of people. I know what it is. I mean, this would never happen. If he went full-on woke and embraced and championed the leftist of the leftist You think that would get him canceled? I think people would have to turn on him. I think if I mean if I mean I mean full on if he's like joined hands and ideologies with those the most very progressive on Elizabeth the Democratic Warren. side, even like AOC, Cory Bush, um, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, you know the squad and Trump. Again, this would never happen. But he just one day he woke joined, up and decided. He, yeah. yeah, he got he, he fell down the stairs. Well, I don't think I it don't, would cancel. Him. You know what? I don't either. Really? Honestly, I don't either. I think Amy might be onto something there. I think the that'd reason be the only thing there's one bit of evidence that I think you might be right, and that the was vaccine. the time the vaccine. Yeah. He was giving that speech. I don't remember when, mm-hmm. but it was right when the vaccine was out, and he said to the crowd, "You know, it's a great vaccine because he 
helped yeah. make it happen. Operation Warp Speed. Get it done, and people booed him. There were there was booing in the crowd at him for huh. suggesting the vaccine, and then he sort of backpedaled and said, "Well, mm-hmm. do whatever you want." Yeah. I if think that. Was, up, I think you're right about yeah, that. If he woke up and like, is it hit his head or something like in a, in a Hallmark movie, where his whole ideology changed in a second and he joined the squad but genuinely that might be the only and thing fully endorsed I have a hard time picturing Donald Trump in a Hallmark movie <laughs> he well, was already in Home Alone, he was in too. Home Alone yeah. too yeah he showed him where the elevator was he did <laughs> at the plaza this texter plaza says yes. what if he said that he was greater than God oh people would agree with him they, you well, think so? They would say, well, don't take him, literally take him seriously. And, and John Lennon said it, and you still like him. He didn't really mean it. What okay. he means is, like, God well, has I mean, used him. Early on, they asked him if he if he ever asked for forgiveness. Remember that? And he said, uh, no. Because he's never done anything wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, this, I, I honestly, he could say, he. I feel like he probably has already said that yeah. in private. So, no, absolutely, that would not turn people off. Texter says, how did the conversation go from Michael Jackson to Donald Trump? <laughs> Thanks for the free publicity. I believe this person has texted in before and said, well, you're just talking about him, giving him publicity. He's, Wait, the, the, he's publicity? the front runner oh, for the yeah. presidency, for the nomination. What? Uh, yes, of course. Okay, and yeah, no Donald Trump needs publicity. We're Nobody not, knew who he was till we started talking about we're him. Not, we're not changing any votes here. <laughs> Come on, man. Grow up. Um, and this text message, I think this is a... Thumbs it all up. This is a terrific way okay. to end our day together. Yes. Okay, good. If Mr. Hancock ever goes to Fenway Park, tell him to look out for the green monster. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to Fenway Park. And, and you I have, say, Where, where'd that come from? And I have touched the green monster. From the field? Yes. So have I. You've been on the what? field? And I touched the green monster. Marathon the or something? So after the Boston oh, Marathon, they open up Fenway Park <laughs> and you get to go on and run around the field. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's where I met Johnny. It is the John Hancock Boston Marathon. I know it is. Oh. It actually is. Because I'm so committed uh, to the art of running and yes. the importance it plays in the physical health and mental well-being of our people. So much so that he only thinks about it for others and not himself. That's, I'm just that kind of a person. <laughs> it's not about me, Amy. <laughs> Guys? Guys? Yes. Hey, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry. You bums. Go have a terrific <laughs> weekend. We will see you next week. Mm. Oh, I won't. I'll yep. be out. We won't see anybody. That's... Hancock and Kelly takeover. It is. Okay, and we'll ask. John Hancock, Michael Kelly, you guys will be in. The Swiss Army Knives <laughs> yes. of this station. Will bring so valuable. Sleeping bags and tents and just camp in the studio. Oh, my God. You guys should do That'd that. That'd be so cute. Yeah, no. Why you? You probably got a couple extra bags uh, from your merit badges. Right? I mean, I could, yeah, I could, I could whip something up. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you guys could spend like a four full days together? We have. We have. Oh, we really? have. They've yeah. gone on vacation. You together. gotta understand God, the, the quirky weirdness. <laughs> so, real quick, just to kind of give you a picture. And first of all, three days of travel with this guy. He brought two suitcases that had to be checked. Uh, literally two che- yeah. suitcases that had to be checked. Wow. And we get there. We arrive at like eleven o'clock. We're not, you know. The entire time he says, "When are we going to make the coffee? When are we going to make the coffee?" I'm like, "John, what are you talking about?" He goes, "We got to prep the coffee for tomorrow morning." And so before we went to bed every night when we were in Florida, he had to make sure the coffee was all prepped. I was like, "This guy's lost it." Also, a fun fact: Uh he, you've never, you guys are as close as friends can be, right? right? It's amazing how close you are. Vacation, snookering the show. Uh You've never seen him in shorts. 
No, he rarely wears shorts. Oh, you've seen me in shorts. I've seen him once or twice in shorts. Let me but, tell you what. I, and gratefully. I, I keep these uh, things covered up because I, I don't want the ladies pestering me all the Did time. you ever see... <laughs> have you ever seen what two little toothpicks that looked like they've been bleached look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hancock and Kelly with you all week next week. It's Chris and Amy. We, we're still going on KMOX. Did you see that thing? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I can't believe it. Something is obviously wrong. This is a joke, right? Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? No way. You got to be kidding me. Don't feel bad. There's no way you could have known that. Now, did you see this with Chris and Amy on the show? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open I don't know if you saw this. No. But Frank Sinatra, the crooner. Yeah, the crooner. He has re-entered the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time in 56 years. You're kidding. Nope. With that song right there, Jingle Bells, um, it hit the Billboard Hot 100 top 20 this year. I do think that I have not heard that song as much in the past as I have heard it in, say, the last five years. I don't know. It, it seems to be getting a lot more play than it used to, at least in my lifetime. Maybe before me it was around a lot, but I don't know what it is. There's Is there a resurgence of it, or am I just noticing it more? Um, There's got to be a resurgence because it said the recording climbed from the number 28 spot to the number 20 slot on the Hot 100. It says dated December 23rd, which is tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> so I guess that's how that works. But it was recorded in 1948. Do you remember when we talked about Mariah Carey? A, yeah. Well, it was a couple of weeks ago, I think, that her song, the her Christmas song, the one that you always hear, um, all I want for Christmas. Wait, that's a, all I want for yeah. Christmas is you. Yeah, that's it. Is on pace mm-hmm. to be the number one in terms of the Billboard 100, the number one song ever. Yeah. Not Christmas, not just, just pop, not rock, ever. It is the, the, the Because it gets that resurgence every Christmas mm-hmm. season. And I believe, if I remember right, it was something like 2026 or 2027, she should surpass every other song in history. That's crazy. That's wild. And and just to go back quickly to Frank Sinatra, because of all of his songs, one, I can't believe he hasn't had a number one 
or I should say the top 100 song in 56 years. Like you would think sometimes these old songs cycle through yeah. and just kind of randomly make it on the list. He hasn't in 56 years, but he has three other songs that were, that chopped the tart. Chopped what? The tart. <laughs> What's it? What? Chopped the tart? What? <laughs> that topped the chart. I had a really inappropriate joke. I bet you did. Shut up. Super inappropriate. Uh, they, the songs were <laughs> Strangers in the Night. In 1966, that's life. <laughs> that's life. And something stupid. <laughs> what in the hell is wrong? wrong with me? You just now? Yeah. Did you just now figure this out? You're my favorite person. Oh. Honestly, I I don't know. I do. Can you? This is like kind of a joke, but not a joke because dyslexia is real. But sometimes I do flip things more than I feel like I should. I do that a lot. Sometimes I see words that I think I see words in a sentence that I didn't see. And then I have to go back and and read it again. That I definitely do. But it's almost like speaking. I I have like (laughs) dyslexia with speaking. I mean, it's happened three times in the show already. But that one... Takes the cake. Man, I got to tell you, you're just the most pleasant person I've ever known. Hey, w- oh, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but it is NFL Pick'em Day. Or football, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, no. Football Pick'em Day. Yeah. We need you to participate. We, uh, you're, it's open. So we only have a couple of more weeks to do this. So if you would like to participate today at 1230 and pick NFL games <sighs> yep. against Amy, me, and Shameem Clark Hubbard, older woman in St. Louis, you Alder have an opportunity. Of, of the 10th Ward. Of the 10th Ward, you can participate. It's the no prize pick them, and you get nothing. You get nothing if you win, except you might get to come back next week. That will be your prize. So let us know if you're interested. Text us 314-436-7900 with your name. You might be a participant today on KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.